All right, time for Baldry's Beat. Keith Baldry, Legislative Bureau Chief for Global News. Good morning, Keith. Good morning. Let's start with the uh, the bungled rollout the of rollout. the uh, yeah of the uh, the phone lines uh, to book a COVID shot, especially in the Vancouver Coastal Health Region. And we were just discussing off air here of how many people were actually able to successfully book a COVID shot in the Vancouver Coastal Health 369. Region. Three hundred and sixty nine. That's it. That's it. Uh, how how was, does something like that happen? It was 203 at 4 o'clock. Uh, they got to 369 by 7 o'clock. Uh, this is going to be the, the meat of question period about a half hour from now. You can be, you can bet on that. The Liberals are going to rightly raise this as a bungled effort. Uh, I think the government's going to blame TELUS. They're the service provider here. They, oh. they blew it. Uh, they did not have a backup system in Vancouver Coastal. So just in compared to other health authority regions, uh, um, VHA, where we are, Vancouver Island, 2,395. Uh, Fraser had the most, more than 8,000. They had an wow. online registration tool as well, and the bulk of those were online. Uh, Interior had more than 2,400. And the uh, even even the Northern Health Authority, which has the you know the lowest population, uh, had more, more than a thousand people or more than fifteen hundred people, compared to Vancouver Coastal, just uh, shy of four hundred. So quite an abysmal showing. Okay, so you're hearing the government is pointing the finger at TELUS. Well, and they began that yesterday at 3 o'clock. Uh, Dr. Bonnie Henry said the service provider had to step up. In her words, they weren't happy with what they were seeing unfold in these in these health authorities. It wasn't just Vancouver Coastal. There was a lot of complaints in other health authorities that they couldn't get through. But Vancouver Coastal clearly had a serious problem yesterday. Uh, now, we've got the, the current pool being targeted for, for uh, appointments is about 50,000 people. There's 46,000, 47,000 people over the age of 90, but about 20,000 of them have already been vaccinated in long-term care homes. 30,000 people over, uh, indigenous people over the age of 65, about 8,000 of them have already been vaccinated. So that leaves almost 50,000 people uh, to be targeted here. We hit 15,000 yesterday, so it was almost a third, you know, if you want to look at a glass half full. Uh, presumably, they're going to do better today, um, but, uh, you know, the rush is on. This is the smallest age cohort well, well we yeah, I'm it. thinking if we can't get this one done, exactly. It well. Now we're going to have an online registration tool starting in uh, early April for other age groups. But uh, yeah, forty-six thousand people over the age of ninety-six. We start getting into the people between the age of sixty and sixty-five, fifty and fifty-five. We're talking hundreds of thousands of people. I heard from a ton of people yesterday in Vancouver Coastal. I'm sure you did too. Oh, yeah. People who were just phoning over and over and over again. They just could not get through. I mean, how is it Telus's fault? I mean, is the government trying to say the calls were not even going through to the call yeah, center? Yeah, they, they weren't going through in Vancouver oh. Coastal. Uh, they didn't have didn't have enough bodies to answer the phones. Uh, clearly, oh. there has to be more resources. Now, there was an anticipation they, they were going to get swamped, but I don't think anybody saw almost 2 million people phoning in one day because, again, there's only 96, uh, there's only 46,000. Uh, yeah, but that's because people are hanging up and phoning again. Oh, some people are phoning 500 times. Well, yeah. yeah. They're phoning over and over, hoping someone picks up. Yeah, no, it wasn't, I, I suspect probably... 60,000 people were phoning, um, you know, numerous over times and throughout, over. throughout the day. Yeah, trying to get through. Okay, let's play a couple of clips here. Here is uh, BC Health Minister Adrian Dix uh, talking about the problems. Well, it's really important that people follow uh, our advice and uh, the need to only book, only call in when they can book an appointment. Okay, like that's kind of just blaming the public a bit there, I think, when really the problem seems to be with government. I think, well, you know, I don't think there's a lot of evidence that people were phoning when it wasn't their turn to phone. I think it's what you just described. It's people phoning over and over and over again trying to get through. 
Oh, there were likely some people phoning well, them. Maybe they should, some, but, but, but I, I think you're. I think the majority of people, just anecdotally, again, hearing from people saying, "I tried a hundred times. I tried five hundred right, times." Right. Yeah. That's what uh, the feedback we were getting from the public yesterday was: people phoning on behalf of their uh, aged uh, relative or parent. They're phoning on behalf of their ninety-five-year-old uh, father. I had numerous examples of that, saying they'd been phoning dozens and dozens of times and couldn't get through, or were put on hold for hours and then were disconnected. <laughs> so that's an, so. There's a real uh, there's a real breakdown yesterday. Okay, here's Dr. Bonnie Henry here uh, pointing out that uh, not all the health authorities have got online booking. Yeah, no kidding. Here she is. It was not possible. Obviously, we wanted it to be ready for weeks ago, but um, it does take time to get those things together. Okay, they knew this was coming though. So how come they weren't ready? Yeah, well, Fraser Health was ready, so they got their system in place uh, last summer. Uh, the other health authorities just didn't decide to, to drag their heels, I guess, and get this. But we've this got website. we've got administrators at the very top are supposed to be coordinating this thing yeah, province wide. You'd, you'd think so. Um, one thing I've noticed in this, the the health authorities are fairly independent, and I've noticed this that they don't uh, they don't answer necessarily to uh, to central government. I've noticed that in some of the long-term care situations where the health authorities just refuse to communicate, just absolutely refuse to say anything and defer to Dr. Bonnie Henry, who doesn't have that information or that capability of some of these issues when you drill right down on it. So there's a bit of disconnect out there with the health authorities. Okay, you mentioned that 8,000 people were able to get an appointment in Fraser Health. Because yeah. they've got the online system. Yeah, most of those are online, and we're we're going to be going online. I think April eleventh is for the other for the vast majority of the population. Uh, this is the the for the first rollout for the seniors is is phone oriented. I wonder how many of those eight thousand in Fraser Health were people from Vancouver Coastal Health who gave up and decided to try and book online in a different health authority. Well, we had a caller on yesterday. Well, I know the, some the I know other people were doing that. Yeah, well, I think once they heard the show, <laughs> probably a lot more were doing that and going online. So, Are they going to honor those? Oh, I think like so. If, if you show up at your clinic and, and you say, wait a minute, I'm looking at your address. You don't live in the Fraser Health Authority. I, Are they still going to give you the shot? I don't know. I, I would assume so. The goal is well, to get people so. vaccinated. Um, yeah. there's, I mean, for example, uh, there are going to be people vaccinated who haven't even registered. We've already seen this. It, and we've seen this uh, because Pfizer has an expiry date. Once it thaws, you can't freeze it. At the end of the day, and you're in a vaccination center, if there's if there's 30 Pfizer doses sitting around, they're going to go to the arms of people just who who right haven't there. been vaccinated, who yeah. may not have registered. Okay, um, Dr. Bonnie Henry, I'm playing another Bonnie Henry clip here. Here she is talking about restrictions hopefully to be eased here in the coming weeks. As our immunization program ramps up and our days are getting warmer once again, in the weeks ahead, we can start to look at this modified return of some of the activities that we have been on pause for the last months of winter. We're not going to rush to get things open, but we will take a thoughtful, careful and phased approach over the next few weeks. Okay, real quickly, your thoughts she on She puts that. a lot of stock in warm wet weather, uh, that the virus won't spread as, uh, with qu quite the uh, force we see it in winter. And when she talks about easing restrictions, I think what she's talking about is likely going back to the safe six uh, bubble that we had, for example, um, perhaps allowing people to go to dinner with each other in their house, uh, again, as long as we don't see transmission. But she also had in that news conference, the variants are the wild card. Mm -hmm. couple, let's hit a couple other topics here before we take a break and then take some phone calls. Yesterday on the show, I interviewed Aaron Gunn, mm. who is a conservative commentator on Facebook. He's built quite a following there. He's got like 67,000 Facebook followers. His videos have received over 50 million 
views. Now, he's talking about running for the B.C. Liberal Party leadership. I think the question is, will the Liberals let him run? Do they think he's too controversial? Let's have a little listen here, Keith, to this is Aaron Gunn, potential Liberal uh, Party leadership candidate on yesterday's show. There are a number, to your point, uh, of these country club political strategists that jump from campaign to campaign looking for their next paycheck, and they've been very vocal to my uh, prospective candidacy. I can't deny that. And, uh, you know, that's okay. I get it. I represent change, and they feel threatened by that. And, and that's okay. I'm here to talk about policy and solutions and to British Columbians directly, and I don't really care what they think. You mentioned Mark Marison. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know this individual, but other people have told me mainly bad things about him. And as far as I'm concerned, he's the personification of what is wrong with this, this party. Okay, Mark Marison is the ex-husband of Christy Clark, a very prominent liberal who's been saying, don't let this guy run. But what do you think? Well, you know, we've seen instances before where candidates have been blocked. Um, I'm not sure that's going to happen here. I don't think he's got much of a presence in the B.C. Liberal Party. I've seen no evidence of that. I mean, having a big Facebook following is one thing, and good for him, but that doesn't translate to votes in a, in a leadership convention. I think Kevin Falcon is still the guy. He hasn't declared yet, former cabinet minister. He's the guy to beat. Uh, Aaron Gunn, also, uh, the Liberals um, have gained power, just like their predecessors, the Socrates did, when they, when they tried to hover towards the middle right, not the far right. And if Aaron Gunn wants to take the party that way, bye-bye BC Liberals, because you're going to be in the political... I think they're going to try and find a way to stop him from running. That's just my gut feeling on it. We'll... All right, welcome back, Baldry's Beat. Keith Baldry, Legislative Bureau Chief for Global News. Hey, Keith, just before we go to some sound clips here, uh, we're going to continue to cover the aftermath and the fallout from the interview with Oprah with uh, Prince Harry and uh, Meghan Markle. Now, have a listen to this. This is on the Good Morning Britain show this morning in the U.K., and you're going to hear host Alex Beresford here criticizing his co-host, uh, the very outspoken columnist, Pierce Morgan. Uh, Pierce Morgan is very critical of uh, Harry and yep. Megan here, and uh, you're going to hear Alex Beresford take him on, and then Pierce Morgan doesn't like it. Have a listen. I understand that you don't like Meghan Markle. You've made it so clear a number of times on this program, a number of times, and I understand that you've got a personal relationship with Meghan Markle or had one, and she cut you off. She's entitled to cut you off if she wants to. Has she said anything about you since she cut you off? I don't think she has, but yet you continue to trash her. OK, I'm done with this. No, no, no. Sorry. No. Oh, Sorry. Do you know what? That's pathetic. You can trash me, maybe not my no, own. No, no, no. See I'm, you later. I'm being... Sorry, can't this do this. This is absolutely diabolical behaviour. <laughs> OK, the Pierce Morgan just walks off the set there. He did walk off. Good morning, Britain. Well, Pierce Morgan's a bit of a caricature, but... Um... Uh, yeah, it's interesting that the the press in the UK, I think, are very defensive because they've been called racist. Yeah, and they're they're rattling to the defense of the royals in the United yes. States. Quite the opposite. Meghan and Harry are viewed as heroes. Okay, we're gonna have more coverage of this uh, coming up later this hour. Let's go to your phone calls, James and Burnaby. Hi, James. Hi. Um. So this is about the government and how long they had to prepare for the vaccine rollout. And yeah. it's not just this. It's like with the campsites this year and last year, they have all this time. They roll it out, and it crashes on day one. It's just ridiculous. Whatever they think they need, they need to start doing 10 times that because it's just getting ridiculous now. Thank you, James. Yeah, well, it, it's, it makes a very good point. Alberta, uh, their rollout crashed. Website, phone centers. You go back to CERB at the very beginning, it crashed. The Fed website crashed. Now, they were up and running pretty quick. Uh, the caller's right. Our campsite um, 
a website crashed in the when sun. John Horgan w- was giving out that COVID relief benefit that that crashed people yep. couldn't get through on that seems too. to be affected and, and, and I've talked to health officials they are uh, working under the assumption that these are going to crash and that there's going to be an overwhelming response what I what I don't understand is why they did not have a coordinated online system like Fraser Health had Fraser Health had a lot of success yesterday in booking people online yeah, every health th- authority should have had I, that I don't think everybody was aware that Fraser had that uh, online that, that came as a bit of a surprise and why the other health authorities uh, weren't working on this. When Fraser now, we've been told, has been working on that website and that registration uh, tool since last summer. Let's go to Pat and Steveston. Hey, Pat. Hi. Hi. Uh, I have been trying to get on the COVID line to book an appointment. I'm 90, so uh, it said to phone on the 8th, which I did all day long. Mm-hmm. Didn't get through. So started again this morning and did uh, have someone answer and said to they would uh, get to me as soon as there was someone available. Well, after 20 minutes, uh, the line disconnected. Oh, oh man. Oh, man. So, yeah. you know, I uh, the information that was printed that I got said that I would be booking for an appointment on the 15th. Yeah. So I arranged a ride for the 15th. Now, I've tried this morning to get through. What is a person supposed to do? Okay, Pat, yeah. thank, thanks for calling. You've, you've been doing everything right. Well, yeah, he's, you, doing what, he's doing what they told him to do. So my only thing I can advise you to do is just keep phoning. It's not like your appointment's going to disappear if you can't get through today or even tomorrow. Plus or even it's the only next day. it's only Tuesday and yeah. the appointments are still being are still available keep, keep next trying, week. But that's really unfortunate your experience today. Yeah, that's that sucks. Let's go to Connie on the line in Vancouver. Hi. Hi, how are you guys today? I'm good. good. Go go ahead. Well I'm definitely not as happy as your last callers, I can tell you that. Okay. So I have a indigenous friend who I'm helping to get his shot. Same thing. Busy, busy, busy. So I called Vancouver Coastal Health, who I've worked with for many, many years, and I said, so uh, what's with the phone line? Oh, we're trying. And I said, you know, wow, call me crazy. Let's see, 21st century technology. All the other health authorities' lines work, but ours don't. Hmm. I wonder what's happening. Maybe they don't have enough vaccine and they don't want to tell us. But this is not accepted. No, no. This is not acceptable. My family died for this country. Open the lines. Yeah, no, I hear you. Thank yeah, you for no, that. Uh, it's inexplicable what's happened in Vancouver Coastal. Again, they don't seem to have a backup um, uh, system like the other health authorities do. But what's happening in the other health authorities is not necessarily perfect either. I mean, there's a lot of people in Fraser, uh, again, anecdotally, emailing me yesterday. They couldn't get through, even though they had not, They finally did switch to the online but it, registration. But tool. it seems like each health authority is operating in its own silo here. Mm-hmm. And even though we've got a provincial coordinator who is appointed with much fanfare to oversee this, Mm-hmm. So where is the coordination? That's what I want to know. Let's go to Gloria in Hopkins Landing. Hi, Gloria. Hello. Hi. Yes, um, I've been the same. I've been trying all day yesterday, but that's uh, not what I'm calling about. On, on okay, the we, website, got one, we got one minute. Go ahead. On the website, there is a special box for seniors in the Sunshine Coast, Powell River, Whistler, Squamish, and Pemberton areas. Call starting March the 8th. Nobody has mentioned that on the air at all. And these are for seniors 80 years of age 80, and older. Right, right. Thank you for that. I'm in that class. Thank you, Gloria. We just got 30 seconds. Yeah, but in some cities, they're vaccinating people 
a young and younger uh, age cohorts. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, so in Seashelt, uh, Sunshine Coast, Powell River, Pemberton, Whistler, Vancouver Coastal has decided to let everyone over the age of 80 uh, take part in the first wave. Also in the North Health Authority, uh, which is sparsely populated, uh, people over the age of 80 uh, can start uh, registering as of Wednesday. 